Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Iniquity of the Amorites is Not Yet Full. And in this message, the preacher will explain through biblical examples and stories the why of God's timing. God, through His infinite wisdom, knows when something should occur, even if we disagree with Him. And these lessons will bear witness to how great and wonderful things in the Word of God occurred only because He allowed them in His time. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. If God let every one of us have our prayers, now the Bible says we're supposed to pray for our enemies. One of the first things we always learn to do is to pray against our enemies, don't we? And then you just got to turn that against into a for. But stop and think if God answered every one of those I hate my enemy prayers. I think, well, yeah, that'd be great. I got a whole list of people that need to go. Did you ever stop and think that you are probably on more than one list with someone else? You know what would happen? The whole world would be torched in one week. (laughs) Don't you know when I sat, when I was 15 days in the hospital with COVID on a fifth floor central tower at St. Al's, there weren't times I thought, our president needs to send some big airplanes over China and carpet bomb China with hydrogen bombs. Don't look at me all pious. You've never had a thought like that in your whole life, have you? You know what? The iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. How about deliverance from a problem? That usually involves some kind of enemy, and everyone has some of these, and we think, well, if God would just deal with this person or get rid of them out of my life, it would be a game changer. Maybe it's somebody at work. Maybe it's somebody in the family. Maybe it's a neighbor. I don't know. For some, it's an ex. They can make good enemies. Doc used to say, friends come and friends go, but a, but a few red-hot enemies will last a lifetime. Dr. Jack Hiles, before he passed away, preached a profound message called, To My Enemies of 40 Years. And it was a thank you message. And he, and he listed the things that his enemies have done to benefit him, including enhance his prayer life. Let me tell you something. When you learn to pray for your enemies, you can pray for anybody. And believe me, it's easier to say than it is to do. I mean pray for them, not God, get them, get them, show them how wrong it is. No, Lord, bless them. Bless their family. Give them a promotion at work. Help his wife with her health problems. Help their children. Really pray for them. He talked about enhancing prayer life. Uh, He he talked about uh, his spiritual growth as a result of those things. Those of you that are into sports, you know what rivalries do. Hey, where would the Yankees be without the Red Sox? Where would the Bruins be without the Canadians? Where would the Penguins be without the Flyers? Where would the Lakers have been without the Celtics in the Larry Bird days? Would that have even been interesting? No, but we talk about these, these big rivalries. Well, what if the rivals didn't exist? 
You know, competition in business is good for consumers. Think about that one. And let me throw one last one at you now. And this is for anything I missed. The last one is unanswered prayer. How come certain of my prayers haven't got answered? The Bible says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. How is it, how is it that he hasn't answered my prayers? Well, in fact, I'll be honest with you. Most of my prayer problems with God are timing problems. He just doesn't seem to be nearly in a hurry that I am. But just in case I missed anything, I'll give you this last one. You say, well, no, it doesn't specifically cut. You prayed about it, didn't you? So it covers everything else. Do you realize that some of your prayers might be answered after you go home to be with the Lord? I look at Adoniram Judson, who suffered in Burma in prisons for his work. Went through, he, he, he widowed, he ended up with two wives widowed. He ended up married three times. Buried children on the cruel shores of Burma, what is now Myanmar. The government persecuted him literally. He translated a Bible into Burmese that he hid in a fake pillow that he laid his head on when they would elevate his feet at night as a way of torture and keeping him from sleeping. Do you know what happened after Adoniram Judson died? Years later, the Burmese government, in order to enhance literacy in their country, distributed a copy of his translation of the word of God to every child in school in the entire nation of Burma. Similar things happened to Hudson Taylor in China. And here's one that we should all appreciate. Because truth be known, this man has as much to do with the form of government we have as anyone else you'll ever mention in history, and probably most of you would never guess it, but his name is William Tyndale. William Tyndale in the 1500s believed that everyone should have a copy of the Word of God. And Catholicism was supreme in England, and they didn't want people to have the Word of God in the English language, certainly not the plowman, certainly not the tinker, and Tyndale said, if I have my way, he said the plowman and the tinker will know as much about the word of God as the priest and the scholar. And so at peril of his life, he translated the word of God into English. And then for the first time that anyone had ever done this, translated and then start to distribute it. And boy, he was on the government's hit list. Well, they finally caught him. They finally caught him in 1536 at the age of 42. And they had him burnt at the stake. And the way they would do is they'd tie him to the stake in front of a full audience. It was a spectator sport, if you will. Tied his hands behind his back, and they would, they would generally choke him to death and then burn him. It was considered a mercy. If they didn't do that, then it was much more excruciatingly painful dying from that heat. But before they choked him to death, here's what he, he cried out. He said, Oh Lord, oh Lord, open the king of England's eyes. Those were his last words. I believe it was answered twofold. 
three years later, in 1539, Henry VIII allowed a copy of the Bible in English in every parish church in England. That was just the start. And about 80 years later, in 1611, King James I of England and King James, he was also King James VI of Scotland. He sanctioned the translating of the Word of God that, that probably every one of you has in your lap here this morning. King James 1611 Bible. Do you realize that more than any other one scholar, including all the scholars that work together on it, Tyndale's translation had more influence on that Bible than any other one man. And the king authorized the translating of it into the King James Bible. And the rest is history, folks. Oh, Lord, open the king of England's eyes. If you Google up William Tyndale and you... And you you hit the question that says, how did Tyndale change the world? I read, Tyndale made people equal before God's word, and so the door was open to make them equal politically under a divine king as well. When that formula proved unsustainable, we got the civil war and the eventual execution of Charles I in 1649, the birth of Anglo-democracy. All of which can be traced to Tyndale's influence. The idea of any form of self-rule, which we enjoy in spades in this country, started with that man unintentionally wanting to make God's people equal the priesthood of believers where everybody could have the Word of God and it not be locked up in a monastery somewhere. You know when he got his prayers answered? After he was dead. You say, what was the problem? The iniquity of the Amorites was not yet full. As we close this morning, the invitation is very simple. I want us to bow our heads to close our eyes. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Iniquity of the Amorites is Not Yet Full, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael gave us biblically-based examples of why God chose to do things when he chose to do them. If we were given the option to have all of our prayers answered in our time, we would potentially be missing out on something even greater because God knows far more than any human what tomorrow actually holds. And we'd also like to invite you, if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tv, 
www.bcbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Our bookstore is also open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.